Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take puffy shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week, the Jordan Jesse Go video game, a real live television host co-hosting with us, the saddest nerds, and more. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I am Jordan Morris, boy detective. A special guest this week, it is Kevin Pereira. He is the uh, host of G4 Television's Attack of the Show. Kevin, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for the wooden chair. It's oh, very comfortable. Did you know that my uh, granduncle made that chair with his hands? Did your, can you explain uh, lumbar tools. support to your, your uncle? It, no, it has a nice lumbar support. That's what's nice no, it about it. It has a wooden rod that's jamming into my spine is what it has. It's a different kind of lumbar support. <laughs> oh, a painful, unpleasant one. I thought you said lumber support. No, yeah, that's it supports the other pieces of lumber exactly. in the chair. He supported the lumber oh. industry when he made that chair. Uncle Aaron. I want to be clear that when I said that he made it with Uncle his Memory hand. Foam. <laughs> <laughs> My great uncle Memory Foam NASA Pad made that mattress. Yes. Uh, uh, he, I'm guessing that he probably didn't just use his hands. He probably had a lathe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, well, nevertheless, I'm going to sit up. This is perfect, perfect posture here. So, yeah, thank no, you. Sitting up is it makes you. Uh, that's what makes the chair work. And I want to thank Kevin for being the first guest to ever bring treats. Yes. Oh, Kevin, oh that is true. Kevin brought a lovely box of donuts for us to eat before. Uh, Exactly. Coco the dog thought it was a box of donuts for her to eat. <laughs> she got confused on that issue. Coco's been wanting diarrhea lately. Yeah. And she was excited because she thought you guys were finally listening to her. I, I heard you had new carpets, so it was the least I could do. <laughs> it turns out that when a dog is barking, that's what it's actually trying to communicate. I would like to have <laughs> diarrhea. My stool is too consistent and firm. Yeah. It goes back to when they were pack animals. Um, By the way, uh, our introduction to this week's program is uh, inside an elementary school. Mm -hmm. If you hear school children in the background, that's why we're taping this introduction inside of an elementary school. We'll probably be arrested soon. Yeah, I'm actually not allowed within 200 feet Uh, of any place where... I mean, I I walk down the street and Amber Alerts just get issued. For no reason at all, Your Honor. (laughs) Can I ask you guys a question about elementary school? This is just a real quick question. Do you guys have, like... Could you get milk at your elementary school, like where you would get a, a cold carton yeah. of milk at the sure. elementary school? Seems pretty standard. Was it frozen at your elementary school? <laughs> no, yeah, there sometimes were bits of ice in it. Isn't that weird? What was going on? I would have killed for a bit of ice. Mine was always warm. Like, the, the carton itself was soggy, the milk was warm. Ah. No, I'm talking about, like, you could hurt someone with it because it's <laughs> frozen solid, and for some reason they're delivering it to you as though it's a beverage. And not a popsicle of some kind. I mean, I did. Did you actually buy milk in elementary school? Like, did you purchase milk to drink? Yeah. Well, I, I don't went, think I ever did. 
Yeah, I, no, I, I, I think you're in the minority. I think most most Americans purchase milk in elementary school. Yeah, I mean, it teaches I, you about like you know commerce. I, I don't think there was other choices. Did you have other choices? Oh in yeah, elementary school. Oh yeah, we had a in, plethora of choices. In Antioch, we had in, in good old Antioch. In fact, we were we were a pilot school for some lunchtime programs. So we oh had, really? So you had, so you got the McRib before anybody <laughs> really else. did. That was it. Really explains volumes about the, the big obesity and rate. So in you East were Bay, California. you were actually the first person to get raised. Reagan's um, ketchup as a vegetable program. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a, you know, it, it, getting into junior high and high school was far better. I mean, this is a departure from milk, but we had the Taco Bell burritos and the Pizza Hut pizza. There was even a, an attempt at sushi at one point, but the children revolted <laughs> uh, and vomited profusely. That sounds sure. revolting. But uh, yeah, so we had, we had quite <laughs> yeah, a collection. Yeah, that's what I want, a, a government-funded municipal sushi. <laughs> yeah. Way to do it. <laughs> finally, finally, someone has combined the delicacy of raw fish with the sheer power of our nation's government bureaucracy. <laughs> so sushi. Wow. Yeah, sushi, Taco Bell burritos, and Pizza Hut pizza. The big thing at my school was you could get, when I was in high school, um, it was the only time I ever had a cafeteria. So I, I, I went to a very small uh, uh, elementary and middle school, but my high school had a cafeteria. And uh, the thing was that people would just get, like, if you were poor enough, which I'm not ashamed to say I was, you qualified for free school lunches, right? And so you would just go and get the free school lunch, but the free school lunch was so horrible, you would just get it so that you could get chocolate milk. And that was, you'd forego any nutritional value that might have been provided. Mm -hmm. So you would just do your lunch the way a normal person would do their lunch. Like, you would make a lunch for yourself at home. Or you would, you know, buy a lunch at school or whatever. But then you would uh, you would supplement it with, like, one of the six elements of the uh, school lunch. Like, you would get the whole school lunch. You would, like, to peel off the plastic that it came in. You would, like, poke around. You'd pull out, like, the oatmeal cookie and the chocolate milk and just throw everything else away. Right. The delicious parts of the food pyramid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, you know, there's a reason it's at the top of the food pyramid. Exactly. Because it's the best food to eat. <laughs> um... Yeah, you know, we I make make it sound like like our high school was a a culinary cuisine type, you know, uh, establishment. Yeah, no. it sounds like a real spago. Yeah, no, no, no. It you was it to, was complete shit. You uh, went to high school with Alice Waters, right? The legendary vegetarian uh, uh, chef of the East Coast. <laughs> no, not not at all, not at all. Um, but but you know, we, it was one of those things where no one could afford any of the actual food that was being provided, uh-huh. and so the one the one well-to-do kid that went to the school, yeah. you know, he you'd pre-buy your lunches, and so they'd give you a, an ID and a card and a number, and it would get to the point where in line you'd just say your number, twelve seventy-three, right, twelve eighty-six, whatever it is, and then it sounds like a more like a Nazi prison well, camp pretty, than it's a, a lunch fun, line. It's a fun camp. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but for the you know that you'd always try to get in line behind that kid, hear his number, and then you go up and just say his number, and that was one kid feeding the entire line which I think is how <laughs> oh, interesting yeah. you would just and they wouldn't notice the two people in a, in a row you know the same for some number. for some reason the lunch ladies uh, <laughs> lacked the the prowess to notice that the same number was being used 12 times in a row so. interesting. that's unusual well anyway we've got a lot of fun stuff to come on Jordan Jesse go uh, we'll be back in just a second with more <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. 
I am Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. With us, Kevin Pereira from uh, G4 TV's Attack of the Show. Can you announce me as a cable television darling? Uh, everybody no. has fun titles. It's too derivative. I brought donuts. It's too derivative. <laughs> Let's see. You know what? No Pereira, more pastries for you. Donut bringer. What about? <laughs> what do you think about that? Bringer what about, of dough. Can we call him Donut Kevin Pereira? Yes. I like Donut Kevin. What about Kev, Okay. What about Kevin Sprinkles Pereira? Ooh. Yeah. I'd prefer glazed. I, okay. <laughs> no, you're Sprinkles. All right. I sprinkles decided. it is. Bear Claw Pereira. <laughs> Um, anyway, Jordan Sprinkles, you guys are both uh, video game in- enthusiasts. And Jordan, you went to, you always have to go to these conferences. Yeah. I went to a conference too this week. Well, I went to a public radio conference and it was shitty. Snooze. <laughs> I know. God, it's, public radio is so lame. I imagine a lot of yellow notepads and pencils and maybe an occasional paper airplane oh, rattling yeah, the group the, up, you know. From the cut-up cut of the group. It was really brutal. It was supposed to be the cool public radio conference. Again, I went to the, another conference, supposed to be the cool public radio conference. Apparently, guys, I learned this at the uh, Convergence of Digital Media and Public Radio Conference, Apparently, blogs are a big thing. Yeah. Whoa. It's a big deal. The kids, bloggers. They'll, they'll hula hoop, skateboard, uh, and blog. From what I understand, if you have a... At the same time. That's what if, they do, multitasking. If you have a show, you can invite bloggers onto your show as guests, just like real journalists. Wow. That's pretty amazing to me. What, yeah. what kind of conference... But let's be clear here. No blogger is a real journalist. No, absolutely not. <laughs> what, what kind of conference did you go to, Jordan? Um, I, went to the, <clears throat> I went to the GDC in San Francisco, which yeah. is the Game Developers Conference. And I, I'm about to start a story. And I, Sounds and like I, a cool scene. I, I think that there's probably a segment of listeners who tune out or fast forward when I start to talk about video games. But I, I, I promise that this is going to start out as a conversation about video games and turn into a... A, Secret a, sex party. Yes. <laughs> well, larger discussion of relationships that I think everyone can have fun with. So I. Okay. I just, so should I keep my pants on for this or? Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'm, Are you? I well, I mean, you're going to have to keep your pants on. You didn't bring your vampire teeth. <sighs> it's true. <laughs> I do have glow sticks in my car, though. If you want to really turn this into a cuddle party, yes. <laughs> yes. just play some Eurotech now. Absolutely. And remember, rule number seven: no dry humping. Gotcha. Fair enough. Gotcha. Jesse. Start the craft work. <laughs> <laughs> the Aussie robots. Boom, 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 boom. Um, so the game, the game developers conference. Um, uh, my job sent me there with kind of the um, aim of doing a uh, of doing a story on like hot new video games, and there's not a ton of that there. Right. It's mostly. You know, like, it's for developers. It's right. for the it's people like, who make these things, not the people who play them. It's yeah. more like hot new versions of C++. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, new, it's like new uh, fabric codes for the <laughs> Havoc engine. <laughs> oh, look at this new pixel shader, guys. Come on, you got to see this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, but there is a little bit of hot new games, and there was enough of it to... Um, oh, my headphones are coming unplugged because Coco, Coco is yeah. dogging around. <laughs> Uh-oh. Jesse says it's an honor when Coco wants to chew something on your shoe or hump your leg or try to bite hey, your taint. Hey, yeah. uh, wait a minute. So it's sweet now that I know I know exactly how Coco works. You're confusing <laughs> stuff that Coco does with stuff that happens at a secret sex party. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, the, the highlight for me and the place where this story I'm going to tell takes place was there was a, a, a little hotel room rented out by Capcom where they had Street Fighter mm. Four machines set up. Holy cow. Wait, Street Fighter 4? Street Fighter 4 yeah. is being made, and there was a playable build 
That oh. can't be the full title, though. It has to be Street Fighter Four Alpha Strike Force Revision 2B Hyper Extended right. Edition exactly. Ultra. Exactly, 0.5. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice uh, hair a, edition. A, <laughs> a warrior's plight, roaming the, yeah, roaming the yeah. world, looking for fights. Um, no, yeah, it's just Street Fighter Four now, and... Uh, that's uh, really, really fun. This is just Street really Fighter good. 2 with more characters, right? Mm, there's some cell shading involved. Oh, mm-hmm. I gotcha. So, yeah. Um, anyways, but I was... Uh, so I was in this hotel room, and, 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 you know, needless to say, this is just... This is dork central. This is totally, like, as big a collection of dorks as right. you will see, you know... Because guys, guys yeah. who are still into fighters and are excited to play those new fighters, they're like the new D and D guys. Yeah, they yeah, really are. This, they might as well be rolling uh, dice, right? Ex- yeah, someone who someone who pines for the return of the two D fighting game. Exactly. Um, uh, it's a special kind of door. But what's going on in this room? You're in there. Anyway, so this person, this, these people are button combination enthusiasts. Yes, <laughs> sure. Um, and uh, so there's 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 one girl. There's one girl in there, and she is you know she's she's probably a, a you know a journalist for something um and you know she's she's very very cute in the way a female video games journalist would be you mean in the way that any female in a room where street fighters being played is attractive uh, right exactly red <laughs> she has red stripe in her hair little uh, little metal lunchbox where she keeps all her stuff right um anyways and she is you know she's chum in the water i mean she's like surrounded by um these kind of like you won't believe the fireball that I can make. <laughs> sure, sure. And I would like to dragon punch you. Mm. <laughs> She's like, that's not. You want to punch me? Well, I want to give you a low fierce combo. Ooh, mm. Wow. Um, <laughs> into standing jab. <laughs> um, anyways, and she's talking about, and she's being, you know, she's being the belle of the ball. She's being, you know, she's being very cute and very flirty, and she's. Uh, anyways, and there's a new character in Street Fighter Four who's very, very bosomy. There's a bosomy female character, um, not really in line with the Street Fighter aesthetic, if you ask me. It's right. more of a Tekken thing. But they're making a Western appeal, which means enhanced cleavage, more sure. polygons, more bosoms. per areola. Anyways, and she's like, "Well, I could probably, uh, I could probably beat all of you guys at this um, because you'll, pr- you're probably just distracted by the by the CGI bosoms." And they, all the guys laugh a little too hard. And this one guy says, "Hey, yeah, I'll take them where I can get them." <laughs> <laughs> and and in this same in the same trip, a, a friend of mine told me this similar story of this kind of and then of, he vomited tears <laughs> yeah, of this thing I wanted and and uh, this friend of mine was out on a date right. uh, with a guy and they were um, and they were like saying goodbye and it was kind of a you know from what I understand it was kind of a you know C plus C minus kind of date mm-hmm. and he's like do you want to come back to my place she says uh, you know not really he's like I've been uh, I've been celibate for six months not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he called his mom and asked for a ride home. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's this odd thing that I've been, you know, I feel like I've been, I, I, I've always seen and, 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 and maybe it's a shame to admit I've participated in once or twice was that um, when a dork is trying to talk to a girl, being unusually self-deprecating so... I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like the see. I don't know. I don't know that it's being unusually self-deprecating so much as it is just being honest. You know, like yeah. the whole "not by choice" comment. That's true. 
the take it where I can get it, that's just brutally no, no. true. It, These guys don't know how to censor themselves or phrase themselves in a way that don't make them sound as desperate as they truly so are. You're you accusing that, these people of maybe having a relatively high number on the uh, autism symptomatic scale? I'm saying if they took a Java <laughs> web brain test, the little circle with the results would skew so far off the screen you'd have to scroll horizontally. Gotcha. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm while that's, I think, a valid theory, I'm going to say that, you know, it's it's trying to appeal to the part of these girls that's seen... I'm trying to think of an example of a movie, but really the only one I can think of right now is Angus. If anyone can think of a better... Um, a better example of a movie um, where the kind of awkward dork gets the girl in the right. end. Oh, I thought you were just going to ask for a better example of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, try. try. How- Howard the Duck? Nope. <laughs> Angus is better. Oh. Um, okay, I'm stumped. Yeah, yeah. Howard the Duck was what I was going to say, yeah, too. It's, yeah. it's the go-to for everyone. Have there been other movies? Uh, I don't, not, not since Angus. Um... <laughs> Before Angus, now, do you really think they're? Do you really think they're trying to appeal to that? Like, hey, look, I'm so I'm so broken and so weak, or so yeah. meek and so miserable. You can do me a favor by dating me or coming back with me. Or, right? It's like, yeah, no, it's it's because I don't like... think they're that methodical with it. I think that all all coolness that that some of these guys might have is completely shut down hmm. when the girl enters the room. I mean, there's a radial effect of a woman. That's how they look at it in a video game. Yeah, It's okay. like, you're, you're negative 10 to dexterity right now. I can't artfully dodge around the fact that I want to have sex with you. Please. Okay. Please. Uh, you know? As a guy, okay, I've, I can't name a specific instance. Um, I mean, but I, I mean, as a, you know, as a guy in, in, who in high school was in the drama department, um, very active in the drama department and yacht club <laughs> and, and yachting. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I've done. I mean, I've done. You know, I've done. I've tried to. You've played wounded animal. Yeah, a little bit I, I have, to... and I and I can't. It's never worked. Never, never, never. And I just, you know, anyways, wanted to. I don't know. I don't know. Wanted to coax the, you know, if there is a listener. You're playing possum, but it doesn't work. You act like the wounded animal on the side of the road. Please scoop me up and take me home. But instead, they kick you a little bit. Sure. And then hop back in the Prius and continue on the highway. Yes. I'm assuming you date girls. Are you describing a girl or a or a possum? (laughs) Some sort of. Okay, hold on. Let's. I'm sorry. I I derailed this. Let's take this back to Angus. Right. Wasn't (laughs) Angus good? It was phenomenal. I agree with what you're saying. (laughs) Angus was about a possum, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm flummoxed. No, you're thinking of Black Angus. <laughs> it's a restaurant where they serve possum. Uh, you know, to you. your point, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly that there is a, a subset of guys out there that like to play wounded animal mm-hmm. for girls. I completely get that. And I could see the, the nerdier guy going that route because they can't impress them with physical skills because, let's face it, they really aren't ninjas. They just play them sure, on sure. the PlayStation. They're really good at up, down, up, down. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, yeah, and that's, that's sadly a DDR move or a fireball <laughs> combo and not a sexual... Uh, yeah. Position, mm-hmm. but I, I think that that most of these guys, I don't think that's their mo. I think okay, they literally no, that's they're, they, just, they're just saying things that are things, right? Okay. They're just used to just being themselves, which is what's got them into this hole half mm-hmm. the time. Anyways, why do you guys both look at me at once well, after you finish that conversation? Oh, because we were um, I'm engaged. Yeah, a likely story. Beard, <laughs> beard, <laughs> you're gay. I'm engaged in the world of Warcraft. Mm, my guild wife just gave me a, a 20 platinum. Did we talk about the guy who uh, named oh, his World of Warcraft character Chip Dipson yet? 
We didn't. Uh-uh. Did that happen? <laughs> yes. There's a guy. Uh, there's a guy who's posts on the forums. He emailed me a picture of his uh, World of Warcraft character, Chip Dipson. We uh, we were talking about funny uh, names for characters in comedy sketches the other day, and uh, I came up with Chip Dipson. That's fantastic. So. And Chip Dipson also has a friend named Dip Dobbs. <laughs> Dip Dobson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, so so to neatly round out this okay. discussion yes. of um, you know. This is a whole thing. I want to make a suggestion okay. to all guys who are thinking of using the, the wounded animal strategy when trying to pick up on a girl. Instead, use the mind control strategy. <laughs> yes, use code words. <laughs> and yeah. lightsabers. And Yes, and vocal triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say I may, it's probably safer and more successful to go the ra- route of... Um, uh, uh, kind of fake, fake, fakely bombastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like Shaggy. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, Shaggy. Real. Okay. Well, Fair you enough. made an Angus reference. I can make a Shaggy reference. All right. Fair I'm enough. allowed. Okay. So if in the same situation, I was thinking of Shaggy Do. I guess. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Wait, no, Shaggy. A shaggy. No, hairdo? Shaggy, the guy from Scooby Doo. Okay. Isn't that a guy from Scooby Doo? Uh, it is. Yeah. Isn't that like the guy? We were all thinking of a different Shaggy. (laughs) You were just thinking of a carpet. Yeah, he was thinking of Shaggy. But uh, I'm 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 captivated now. You got me. What Uh, do you mean by bombastic? Uh, you like it? So if the girl said, you know, is like, hey, you guys are probably all distracted by the CGI tits, uh, you know, and then maybe the other guy could have said, like, it's not the CGI tits, but it's all the girls who are text messaging me pictures of their tits. Man, I can't stop these girls. I think that would be better. <laughs> so you're saying when you say, <laughs> just like, look at hey, this cell phone. I can't hold all these tits on my I, phone. So, yeah, come I need on, ladies. Another cell phone. Yeah. So you're saying now there's only I'm, so much memory on this BlackBerry. <laughs> I want to dig into this a little bit, sure, Jordan. Sure, sure. Now you're saying that they should do this, but the way you said it, I wasn't sure if you meant that they should be saying it as a joke. Or they should be saying it uh, uh, as a as a you know attempt at uh, falsehood. No, no, yeah, a, a joke, absolutely. Like that seems to be the better joke to make, rather you know just some you know out there. You know, it's the act as if mentality. Exactly, act, because it's act kind as of if you've actually across... seen or felt actual breasts <laughs> in yeah. your life. I mean, it kind of gets across that idea that I'm a dork because we can all laugh because clearly tiny squat Asian guy isn't getting text messages of tits. But, and so mm-hmm. that's still, I, that idea is still in there is that I'm, you know, not, you know, I'm not exactly a ladies man. But we, you know, we can all have a laugh and there isn't that gross, kind of uncomfortable element of truth in there. Right. Anyways. But so that's my suggestion. I mean, that's, a, that's a valid point. Yeah. That's great. I feel like we've Is there a scoreboard? Can lives. we ding one up? Can we? Do oh, I'm, I'm doing one in my head. <laughs> You guys have zero. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Your game sucks. Mm-hmm. My mind control suggestion didn't work? Nah. Yes, nah. it did. I would have, I'm sorry, I would have contributed more and maybe earned a point, but I keep getting text messages of tits on my iPhone, and it's now full. Nice. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Kevin huh? Sprinkles Pereira. Yes! Way to go, Sprinkles. I'm, I'm sorry, I was just trying it out. I didn't mean to hop in, but no, it, it fits well. No, Sounded you're on good. it. I'm happy that you did it, Kevin. Thank you. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm, we're, we're basically, what being a guest here on Jordan, Jesse Go is all about is getting to that point where you feel comfortable jumping in with your own nickname, an appropriate nickname that we've approved. <laughs> sure. Not some bullshit nickname. That we've focus grouped. Yeah, I mean, we we've passed it around a little bit, and uh, we kicked it. I, the kids really like that. You, you did you did some spot testing on this? I checked in at the elementary school we recorded in which we recorded the introduction, yes. and uh, yeah, no, they're they're one hundred percent behind. In between throwing frozen cartons of milk, they said mm-hmm. sprinkles mm-hmm. is in fact the new nickname. No, they said it. They said they, they said it made them feel excited oh. and ready to purchase products. Well, that's good. Exactly. It's sort Just of like the, a it was a, it was like a, sort of like a cartoon toucan. The, st- <laughs> the, st- the state you want a child in. Yeah, exactly. Sprinkles is the cartoon toucan of nicknames. I'm I'm happy to have it. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, gosh, I, before we, before yeah, we can, okay. I'm sorry, we had kind of sure, something planned. Yeah. I might want to derail a little bit. I think okay. this is kind of the elephant in the room. Jordan, I like to. I Jordan, let me. There's an elephant in the here. room. I like to keep this program streamlined, as you know. <laughs> oh, I know. I know you're, uh, you're, you know, you're rigorous. This is your front line. Jordan, we're <laughs> moving off the the schedule that I've made and posted. I know. I know. But hear me. We can, you know. Elephant in the room. Please. Um, loyal listeners uh, might remember... A few, I know where a you're few going months, you know. I'm, okay, a few months back, um, and they're this probably like, "When are they going to get to this? When are they going to get to this?" This is something we have to air. A few months. Is this back, a trap? Is, a, is Ashton Kutcher going to pop out someplace and punch me in the throat? Trap. You're not a real celebrity, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. And don't Ashton, flatter yourself. I don't know if you guys were aware of that or not. I don't know if that was the elephant in the room. By the way, no, Ashton Kutcher's getting lazy. He's just punching people. That's <laughs> yeah. That's the setup. It's like um, it's like oh I got punched by Ashton Kutcher. No, you didn't. You actually got punked. Yes, it was punked, but um, it was a real punch. I um uh part of my job is doing uh kind of goofy kind of theme based um red carpet interviews. You know the red carpets with celebrities of walk course. down. Sure, in a sure, movie sure. Before premiere. a movie, and I. And you know your show, Attack of the Show, does does you know covers some of these these same events, right? And movie often, premieres and junkets I, and all that. Yes, and I often see the Attack of the Show crew, and um, you know, and you guys have a very similar demographic, a similar target yeah, yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. I mean, I I, I similarly often, formatted programs. I think if you kind of took out the the wakeboarding and inserted video games. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, we have a little more. You know, talk about vert ramps, and you have a little right. more we talk about Bluetooth and Bluetooth. Yeah. Anyways, but we some of the same elements, and I I saw I I went to a movie premiere, and your guy, your host, had a costume on. He was dressed up. He was some fat guy dressed up as Dracula. Oh yeah, fat Dracula. And I got really. <laughs> when you say fat Dracula, it works. Yeah. You got a, what was the I got reaction. I got real mad, and I thought that. You guys were stealing my thing. And Which so is on this, dressing up in an outfit. Yeah, I know. And, and I, I recognize that... Is that I what you was, do on the red carpet? Yeah, you dress it's, up? It's, my, it's part of my thing. And oh. I, 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 He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, 
And I kind of maybe said on this show that I wanted to start a feud with G4. <laughs> I've since gotten over it because no one, no one listened. No one responded. No one responded. So a one-sided feud is no fun. But I if you like to, to say, Indian leg wrestle, we can clear out some floor space here. I have some warming sensations but, on me. Okay. Jordan, I want to, I want to further clarify here. Um, you said that there wasn't any reaction. Recently, uh, I was uh, talking head on Kevin's show mm-hmm. uh, where I pretended to know about various technology-related things. And the HD DVD Blu-ray war. Heroes, um, etc. Is that what we talked about? <laughs> yeah, we talked about the television program Heroes. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, which I've never seen. Um, but, uh, so we, w- w- I was a guest on Kevin's show and I, w- the response was very positive from our audience. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of fans of Attack of the Show in the Jordan Jesse Go Maximum Fun sure, world. Sure, I think so. There's a lot of overlap. Um, however, what I heard a lot of was, why didn't you address the feud? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, I got, I, I must Look, we I were, got at least half a dozen emails from people saying, I saw you on G4. Why didn't you address the feud? Mm-hmm. I will speak for the, the network and the show, which I don't often do because now, I just don't care to. Can you speak mm-hmm. on behalf of Fat Dracula? Uh, I cannot. <laughs> do you I have, for, do you, for what example. What about the E-Entertainment he, family of, for example, I can Kevin. speak for the CEG umbrella of network style. Sure. e you know, do you, have, do you think you could obtain Fat Dracula's power of attorney? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't even get him to friend me on MySpace, sadly. Oh, but I can say that we were blissfully unaware of this feud. But yeah. now that it's come to my attention, I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, good. I can see how you... No, that's, that's what, what I wanted. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm back into this yeah, feud so now, now. So now you're good to go. As long um, as you're pissed. Uh, I'm on the attack, and I'm going to say that uh, we have one-upped the idea of dressing... Uh, for a red carpet premiere when we premiered Rock uh, Rock Dolphin. Wow. Rock Dolphin. Rock Dolphin was an animated dolphin who plays electric guitar and interviews people on the red carpet speaking in squeaks and... Uh, yeah. Ouch. I gotta step up my game. Yeah. That's and really was, good. And all you could see in the frame was a fin and a microphone and then occasionally cutaways of Rock Dolphin nodding. So we're getting away from the costumes on the red carpet for what it's worth because we're taking it to the next level. Jordan, wow. I And that's don't... what we do when we feud. You know what? We don't, we don't grab sticks and stones. We... Uh, we just innovate. You Jordan, use creativity. I, I think you would agree that mm-hmm. you and I are very good friends. Sure. And and I would I would never speak ill of you or your creative work. Right. Of course. That sounds like an amazing dolphin to me. Yeah, I know. That sounds like one of the best yeah. dolphins of all time. Mm-hmm. Jordan. I guess I'm gonna have to step up my game with my new character. Guy who swears a lot and they don't beep it, <laughs> even if it's on TV. Uns- find- Uncensored profanity, man. Mm-hmm. You finally nailed the male eleven to fourteen <laughs> demo. Exactly. They're buying slim jims. They're I- listening to their iPods. Yeah. They're enjoying the word "cunt" <laughs> said by me. I think I think that this feud needs a physical element. Uh, I, think I was that, hoping you were going to say theme song. Because, <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. And I think Even Rock better. Dolphin could compose it. Rock Dolphin it. can compose mm-hmm. it, and you could just swear profusely throughout the entire chorus if sure. you like. Rock Dolphin, by the way, not to be confused with Rock Lobster. No, it, that's the thing. This is completely different. Again, we uh, original. When you think G4, you think original. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Fat Dracula in my case, or no. Rock Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there could be a fight, Jordan? 
You uh, can physical like who would I? You're a good would I fight Kevin or would I fight Fat Dracula? I would love fight, to see. You well, in this case, I would like. I would prefer if you fought Rock Dolphin, but I guess it would be better for the feud if you fought Fat Fat Dracula. Yeah. Although you know what? Maybe who? Maybe the guy on your show I should be feuding with is, is this the guy, guy Zach. He seems to be more my equivalent. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, and actually, oddly enough, and I, this is a bit of behind the scenes for you guys. Watch uh-huh. out, Fat Dracula. Best friends of Zach. Really? Zach brought Fat Dracula on. How about it? Now, the idea belonged Dracula. to our executive producer, but it's his buddy. So maybe a tag team match? What happened? Was there just a meeting at G4? Does anyone know anyone fat? <laughs> Hands <laughs> raised. <laughs> Can he look like Dracula? Do we have fangs? Get him on the carpet. <laughs> Get him out there now. Get him out there. Um, Put him in makeup. I wish there was that much thought going into things, but I'm sure someone just showed up and we had the teeth lying around and they said, okay, how do we make a bit out of this? Jordan. Yes. I'll fight alongside you. Thank you. Uh, if you can take Zach, I can take Fat Dracula. Fair enough. Now, I'm pretty fat. Do we have some <laughs> sort of double team move? Uh, Yeah. Up, up, down, down. <laughs> up, up, down, down. That's to get 99 lives. Jesse. It's like a reverse cowgirl pile driver type thing where you get into position. You have, well, first you have Wait to do minute, some sort of gay. elaborate as hand signal to the crowd. As far you're talking about gay stuff. <laughs> no, no, there's no insertion. I mean, it's implied insertion, but... And it's not gay if you're crying. So <laughs> if that's how you signal the power move is not by, you know, waving to the crowd. It's actually by crying and getting sure. in the fetal position. Then you know the Punisher or whatever cool nickname you give it is going to happen. Listen, Someone's going to get sprinkled. Kevin, we don't have to do <laughs> a special sprinkled. move to imply insertion. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a given from the moment you guys enter the that's ring. That's why I make this circle with my finger. <laughs> make a other finger penis. Then I go around to the other side of the circle. Wow. To make it look like it's going in a butt. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, in this case, well, our network does. What we learned from that hand signal, by the way, is that the vagina and the butt are actually <laughs> the same hole, just different Just different sides. entrances. <laughs> it's it's the uh, the delivery entrance. It's basically <laughs> just in the human being. There's basically a tube that goes from back to front <laughs> in the torso hip area. Mm. Anyways, sorry. The bottom line is we do nerd MMA. I don't know if you've seen it on our network, where you actually do mix. We have mixed martial arts fighters battling it out for a round. Then immediately they have to complete a nerd challenge, like arranging iPods in the order that they were released, generation <laughs> no. to generation, deciding, uh, you know, a, 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 we have a board of, you know, David Bowie and Spock, and you have to figure out who's, who's the uh, elf and who's the wizard or whatever. All these ridiculous nerd challenges, playing Street Fighter on the SNES. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to make it official right here, right now, we can do some nerd MMA. Yeah, I mean... We can make it happen. Well, I mean, I, I think this is maybe something for, you know, for... For a different show. I mean, if you want to get Zach, <laughs> see, I'm sorry. Wh- I'm so- Whoa! Uh, there was a problem with my uh, mic. There, did that pick up? To where it made you say "pussy"? <laughs> you t- no, <laughs> I was going around the back of the microphone. Oh, okay. So- <laughs> Anus. <laughs> oh. oh boy. All yeah, right. some I don't know. other show. This got blue fast. Didn't it sure it? did. It wasn't. It didn't start out as a blue subject. We really brought the blue in. Cute. <laughs> We had to focus to bring in the blue material into this subject matter. I could see you panicking a little bit. You're uh, like, on the other hand, Jordan. I mean, I want to be right up front about the fact that last week's episode, "Balls and Calls," was one what? of our most popular ever. <laughs> what did I miss last week? I talked about my kidney stones. And they made his balls hurt really bad. Oh. So he ended up saying "balls" a lot, and I just laughed every time he said "balls." 
<sighs> well, uh, so is this is the feud over? I feel I like it's just getting started. Maybe it's just yeah. My actually, I my, my enthusiasm is, I for think... the feud had waned. <laughs> now, now seeing you have a renewed you, interest in the seeing feud. what a jerk you are <laughs> has made me hate G four all the more. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I think this beef is not going to get squashed unless we get BET and Minister Farrakhan involved. <laughs> what are some and, other specialty cable networks we can... It'll just be a battle royale. I'm taking down the CW, single-handedly. Well, you, like you said, you, G4, broadcast, G4 is part of a family of networks that involves some really good specialty networks. I think we could do this with Style, with mm. the Style Network. I think we could place this as a special on the Style Network, don't you? Fox Reality. You know, when I was in the um, when I was in the waiting room of uh, G4 TV, um, there was uh, there was like two sets of couches. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on one of the sets of couches, waiting for some producer to come get me or something like that. On the other set of couches, there was this meeting going on with these two blonde, giant boobed twins uh, <laughs> who were talking about movies to this team of what I would guess were Hollywood producers. Um, and the Hollywood producers were trying to get them to remember the names of movies that they had seen. And then they figured out it was Angus. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking about Angus. And I don't think I have ever been closer to the world of television than I was at that moment. That was a magic moment that these just absurd, crazy world women... They weren't... It was weird. Like, they they weren't very good looking... They weren't not good looking. They did, they, but they were twins and they had giant boobs. Right. So it was really like being on, I don't know, like a, I want to say blind date, but something weirder than blind date. Like something more bizarro world than a blind date. Like uh, one of the ones that's like Blind Date, but it's oh, on one s- of the uh, one of the ones where they use an infrared light to to find cum in your room. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's exactly the one. Yeah, I watched that show the other day at the at the Radio Shack. I was at the Radio Shack. <laughs> you just go to the Radio Shack to watch TV. Yeah, it's well, a lot I, cheaper than paying for cable. I don't yeah. have cable, so so I was and at if the you Radio need to get Shack. a replacement phone jack, <laughs> it's right there. Mm-hmm. The show was just. Was just like when they is a show where a boy goes into a girl's room, little room raiders, and then like picks room something raiders? up. Is that it? Room, room raiders. raiders. Yeah. I pick something up and then just makes outrageous claims about the girl based on that thing. Right. Like she'll he'll like pick up a sock and be like, "Oh, she's got socks on the floor. Her feet are diseased." <laughs> <laughs> right. And then they'll use an infrared light to search for cum. <laughs> She's got a baseball cap. She's a professional baseball player. <laughs> yeah. And then there's that cum light. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think we could incorporate the cum light into it if we did it for Style Network. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be. I wouldn't. It's you know to get back to the the, the dichotomy that is our office and our uh-huh. building with when you have all these completely different networks there. Uh, when we first moved in, it was well. Like, specifically, what you have, I think, is uh, the Nerd Network and all the other completely the same networks. <laughs> Precisely. And yeah. and when we first moved in, it was sort of like, well, how's this going to work? And there were rumors that emails were being sent around saying, uh, don't don't ask them questions about the toys on their desks. Like these were like inner <laughs> office memos going around, like we might be defensive about our Ragnarok dolls. Don't ask why the alien and predator hate each other. <laughs> they just do. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
So so we move in and we set up shop and we have all these game kiosks. We have a Dreamcast thing with Virtua Tennis and a GameCube wow. or whatever. Dreamcast. And, and cool. uh, which I love it. I love oh, it's my correct. favorite console. Virtua yeah. Tennis. I got that on my uh, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. That's but, a great game. The Dreamcast well, version you, was. Yeah, the you wanted the Sega Sport version. Exactly. I had Sega Sports Tennis. But I'm sitting in my cube. It's a good game though. I'm I'm sending some emails. God, and you guys. It's not on the Dreamcast, Jesse, which makes everything better. Shut up. Don't talk to me until you played Blue Stinger, okay? Oh, ouch! <laughs> Did you like that game? No, I, I just I just the first Dreamcast okay, exclusive gotcha. okay, game. I thought <laughs> I should guess I should have said Samba de Amigo. Oh god, that was so good. Or uh, Seaman? Sure, Jesse knows oh, about Seaman. My my roommate, my senior year of college, had I. Well, what happened is he got us. He got a Dreamcast to play like some J- Japanese only fighter games or something. Yeah, we wanted to play Street Fighter Three Third Strike. And Last Blade and Garu, Mark of the Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I had heard that when when Dreamcast launched, Seaman was big news. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. But no, that was huge. Was like, a little microphone attachment, and you tap and on the glass and adjust the temperature of this water. Exactly. <laughs> sounds, sounds so I ins- I insisted that he buy Seaman. Like I would not take no for an answer, yeah. nor would I buy it for him. But I insisted that he buy Seaman so that I could talk to the Seaman. I love Seaman. I want to be absolutely clear. Seaman was awesome. It was this weird little fish with a face on it that you talked to inside your television. And, yeah. it, and it talked like it had yeah. the voice of Leonard Nimoy. And it had a brilliant... It was I think mean. Leonard Nimoy just narrated it, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, Leonard Nimoy did just narrate it. You're right. He, there was like little cutscenes. Well, there was a sequel, would... too, by the way. What? There was a... There's uh, Japan, Japan only, Japanese right? only sequel, yeah. Well, if it speaks Japanese, it's not of any use to me. <laughs> it's, it could I don't still speak be fun. Japanese. It could still be what fun. A, you it's could a great excuse to learn Japanese. Jordan... Any? I'm sorry, Kevin. You were you uh, you were telling a story. There's the Style <laughs> Network and E in one yes. building. Then you guys move in uh, with your Dreamcast. It was and your just Virtual Boy. I had and the- we're back on Seaman Talk, <laughs> the Dreamcast Network. Caller Jesse Thorne. You America's have a question, Radio Sweetheart. Um, it just it, it rang home to me that we were in a new location when I was uh, sending some emails and, and and prepping for the show. And uh, it was like there was a Style tour group going by, and one of them goes, "Oh my God, what's that thing?" Takes out her cell phone, and I'm like, "What? What is going? There must be something here. What is that?" And this long discussion happens, and there's all these, you know, lispy Orange County voices <laughs> popping up and intruding into my cube. So finally, I look up, and they're all crowded around the GameCube kiosk with their cell phones out, and they're snapping photos of it, going, "What is this thing? <laughs> this is so weird." And then someone finally says, "I think it's one of those video games." <laughs> and that's when wow. I realized there was not going to be an inner office virtual tennis tournament. It what just kind of, wasn't going to happen. What kind of crazy lipstick is that? <laughs> So is that UGG boots? It happened, uh, but wow. but thankfully they've come around now. That's uh, it's it's actually really cool to see the, the the different girls from different networks sitting down at the Pac-Man machines or rocking Galaga and yelling at each other and going for high scores. So uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a couple months of transition. Have but there, we're there now. Uh, here's my question: Has there been any? Cross G four E romances. I would or, not. And is that like a Romeo and Juliet situation? I wouldn't go through the cubes with the roommate's black light if I were you. Okay. Is all I'm saying because the the, the PlayStation kiosk is coated. It's just got a thick layer of <laughs> cross pollination on it. Kevin gotcha. Brief, gotcha. briefly dated Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't so much say dated. I you know I brought him a balance bar and serviced him morally. Yeah, um, ain't that always the way with old Seacrest? I know he's a he's a Rolling Stone. Can't get tied down to one cable host. <laughs> no, not to mention one type of balance bar. Mm-hmm. No, 
He's constantly switching it up. That's He's that's how he stays up. fresh. That's how he stays young. I I always go with the peanut one, the peanut chocolate one. But he's like berry. He's like, bring me a berry one. I want the yogurt flavored one. Yogurt berry. Play with my balls <laughs> while you do that. Says Seacrest. Yeah. Uh, I did learn how to read prompter with a full mouth, though. So, oh, he was, uh, oh hey now, he, he, quite C- the mentor. Seacrest yeah, does yeah. all this stuff on no, set. You, you, you seem to be Seacrest esque. I would, I would. The you thing know. is, is Seacrest has <laughs> I mean a very a good thank way. you. Uh, <laughs> he has a busy schedule. He just he flies a helicopter directly from set to set, and once he hits the set, he needs his balance bar and his blowjob. You know, the the I, I I do not know about the latter part of that segment, but I do know that that they did fly him around by helicopter for the longest time. <laughs> because of LA traffic he couldn't get from E to go over to the Fox Studios to do Idol so they had to helicopter him from yeah, location yeah. A to B can you helicopter, I want to get to that point can so you badly helicopter <laughs> onto the E uh, I think you can. There's a Gila, I want a yeah, zip line. port. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a zip line from the top of the Wilshire building to Santa Monica. It would be nice if there was like a cable car. What about that? Like a, like a you know, like in the Swiss Alps? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm that talking about? Nice. Like a nice sky, sky ride type of deal? Dirigible? Like that... Dirigible? <laughs> yeah. I'm dirigible? Gonna, I'm going to go with dirigible. <laughs> I think anyway. dirigible is the way to do it. And that would be easier if you went to the uh, Empire State Building where there is a dirigible dock. <laughs> Isn't it nice that there was a period in our in our nation's history when uh, d- when preparing your building for the future meant making sure there was a dirigible dock? <laughs> <laughs> it was a brief but productive time in our nation's history. Well, we'll be back in just... Feud's a- back on. Okay. Feud's it- back on. Yep. I declare the feud. Wow. We'll be back. Uh, I could have diffused it, and instead I prodded it. I stoked the flames. Red hot feud action. (laughs) (laughs) More family feud action. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. In just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go, Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse Boy Detective. Kevin, can I ask you a question real quick? Yes, sir. Have you ever had this situation happen to you? You go to the movies. You get home, you call your buddy to tell him or her about the movie that you saw. They were like, oh man, I wanted to go see that movie, and you didn't invite me. Has that ever happened to you, Kevin? Uh, Daily, daily basis. You go to a lot of movies, Kevin. I need to. I'm a pop culture enthusiast. Yeah, you work in the entertainment industry. That's what I do. It's how I feed my kids. I mean, there's people around. There's uh, twin boob women around you. I mean, it's like important to keep on top of And the first the question that they're going to ask you is, what do you think of Cloverfield? Exactly. So, there is a solution to that problem. Jordan and I know it, and we're taking this opportunity to share it with Please. you. And by extension, our listening audience. <laughs> they're the sponsor of Jordan Jesse Go. It's called IWantToSeeThat.com. Basically, IWantToSeeThat.com. It's what's called an internet website. Um, you, it's online? Uh, yes, digital. Okay. On computer. Uh-huh. You type in I want to see that.com to what's called a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then you... Using keys. You, then you uh, click the th- buttons and you tell it what movies you want to go see. Your friends do the same. And then it informs you what movies both you and a particular friend want to go see. Or what movies you and several other friends want to go see. Then you can click again and it lets you 
make your plans to go to the movie. Wait, so not only will this website let me know that my friends are interested in the same content that I am, but it will allow me to schedule the viewing of that content? Mm-hmm. Oh, you bet your buttons. Oof. You know, they've also got got some other, you know, it's not just movie planning. They have a forum and they have movie reviews and a, and, and a podcast exactly. uh, that, that I was watching. They were very, if you want to see kind of a, kind of a nerdy, kind of glasses-y, cute girl talk about upcoming films. I want to see that. Well, dot com. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, of course, it is all at I want to see that dot com. Uh, not only our sponsor, but big boosters of uh, Jordan Jesse Go as sure. well. They always have. They're always so excited uh, every time something uh, interesting happens on Jordan Jesse Go. They email me because they love it so much. I just <laughs> wanna, emailed you twice, Jordan. I just want to make clear that this is not, not a some good kind show. of this is not a mercenary arrangement. These are like-minded people. The sure. people who own this website. They're like-minded people who are sponsoring Jordan Jesse Go because they personally, sincerely love the program, and also because they may have this website that they think people who like Jordan Jesse Go would also like. Sure. That's all I'm saying, Jordan. Synergy. Authenticity. Jordan, chances are the website would like to see the same movies you would, if it were a person. <laughs> yeah. And you could actually use the website to facilitate that. Yeah. yeah. Just go to I, I want to see that.com. Use the internet. Okay. We'll be back in just a I second will. on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kevin Sprinkles, Pereira. That was smoother. Okay. I was trying. That was I, nice. I typed it on my phone so I could read it like it was a prompter. <laughs> and uh, uh, it, came out, it came out exponentially There you go, better. Hollywood. Did you accidentally type in a question mark at the end of it? <laughs> I did. I did. It's the Ron Burgundy punctuation that really sells it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a couple really uh, juicy action items uh, last week on the program. Kevin, for your information, uh, from time to time we ask our listeners uh, to act on uh, some sort of action item, either by offering a very uh, comment to a very particular question or uh, actually doing something. In this case, uh, one of our action items was uh, a listener had found $20 uh, on his, uh, actually it turned out to be graduate school campus, mm-hmm. um, and he thought, well, uh, instead of keeping this and spending it on whatever, I'll send it into uh, the Sound of Young America as a donation, which I thought was very gracious, but I thought... You'll accept stolen money? Of yeah, course. <laughs> exactly. But I thought since in, instead hey of... Hey, kids, steal money and <laughs> mail it to us. Mama's Purse is a great place to support podcasting. <laughs> um, so what I thought was uh, instead, of, instead of just pocketing the money and, you know, spending it on uh, root beers... Uh, what I would do, what I would do is we'd open it up to suggestions from the audience. What should we do with this twenty dollars to make the world a better place? I suggested one idea I had was we would go to the uh, Rite Aid drugs where they have ninety nine cent ice cream, and we would buy twenty people an ice cream cone. But Jordan, I think, probably correctly pointed out the caveat. Uh, to that uh, plan, the the downside of that plan, which if you could summarize, Jordan. Uh, sure, people don't want just a weirdo to give them an ice cream cone. Yeah, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a creepy plan. So we thought we would open it up to our listening audience to see if we, if if any of them had any ideas about what we should do with this twenty dollars. We got a couple interesting calls, so uh, let's start. This is Adrian from New Hampshire. I'm calling about the twenty dollars that someone found. I just want to comment that that made me feel like a horrible person because I once found $20 and I spent it on a book, candy bars, and cheap beer. So I think pretty much anything you do with it that's 
less self-centered than that would be good. So I hear that probably as an endorsement of getting some nice beer. Yeah, we could get a $20, uh, maybe like something some... micro-brewed. Ooh, a Chimay. Mm-hmm. A little Trappist Ale. Perhaps. Yeah, something, just something Something nice. the monks have had their mitts on at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Their dirty monk mitts. Exactly, something made out of monks. Mm-hmm. Something from the show Monk, maybe. <laughs> hey, I was thinking with that 20 bucks that that guy sent you, to get a lot of mileage out of it, you could go to a, an arcade, maybe one that has games that are like, you know, the the games that only actually cost a quarter, and you could turn it into like a, just a ton of quarters, and then um, just give the quarters out to people who want to play the games. That'd be a nice thing to do, and a bunch of people could take advantage of it, and you could... I mean, you could affect, what is that, like 80, what's 20 times 4, 80 people's video game experience at the arcade. So that's just an idea. Bye. Uh, <laughs> For our audience, Kevin was making the bong smoking motion. <laughs> what's the number? Oh, dude, I don't know. I just want to play some games right now. Mm-hmm. That's all. I wish I had some quarters. Oh, I so want to play original Star Wars. <laughs> Gotta play original. So, so in the mood for vector graphics. So that was that was bring a sack of quarters to an arcade and 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 there put, is, basically make it free play for folks. There's a Korean like arcade that. right down on the corner uh, from my street called uh, uh, Family Time Center or something like <laughs> That's that. That's the one off of uh, in between uh, Normandy and uh, Ardmore. Yeah, just Norm. Yes, yeah, just just right there. I used to go there and, at 3 a.m. and play DDR with like 12 year old Asian kids. It's yeah, awesome. There you go. Um, uh, eh. I guess what I'm picturing is not getting a lot of pleasure out of it because if I had 80 quarters in an arcade. That would be like uh, only like ten minutes of video <laughs> right. game playing. Yeah, it costs uh, seven fifty to play twenty seconds of Time Crisis Four. Yeah, so right. it's you're really not spreading the love that far. Yeah, I mean, even if I was playing like a Pac Man or something like that, again, I mean, I, you're talking to a guy who's only made it to level two of Super Mario Brothers. So yeah, um, I I get maybe it's personal prejudice, and I know you guys are video game enthusiasts, but I'm inclined to give it the thumbs down. Yeah, I I and no, I've never been to an arcade, at least an arcade in L.A. There's a few arcades in L.A., and none of them are filled with fun, appreciative people. Yeah, I mean, part yeah. of like part of making this a community project is would be like making friends, you know, brightening someone's day. It's all just filled with like really upset teens. Yeah, a lot of nerd rage and angst. Yeah, I, this, this, yeah, this, this doesn't even seem to be nerd. I don't know. It just seems to be like a kid who takes a knife to school. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, I don't That's know. That's a kind of nerd. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a right. Counter Strike player. Nice so you right. go to cyber cafes. <laughs> gotcha. Sure. There is a cyber cafe in the uh, anyway. There's also sticker machine. Yeah. Uh, you know that's my favorite. Those little like Japanese photo booths that you walk into and you get to kick in and snaps the photo and you get to add the stickers and the, that's know? that's a lot because that's fun. fun and it puts you uh, in heaven. What if you put strangers in a photo booth with quarters from that twenty, brought them together okay. sticker style? That's less creepy than giving someone some free ice cream, forcing someone mm-hmm. to take a picture with a stranger. Okay, let's listen. Okay, there's another one. We're there's another one. Here. We're brainstorming. <laughs> Hi, Jordan and Jesse. Uh, this is Dan from Chicago. Uh, I'm calling because I had an idea for the $20 that you're looking to spend. Uh, recently, my girlfriend and I went to Walgreens for like a uh, the little corner store for a midnight snack, and we were kind of overwhelmed by the amount of uh, candy options in front of us. And uh, there's a bunch of new candies out there, like 
fiery cinnamon Twizzlers and uh, peanut butter uh, banana Elvis-themed Reese's cups. So we thought we'd try a couple of these, and especially the uh, Elvis banana Reese's are pretty terrible. But with all these new uh, new candies out there, I, I'm not going to be able to try all of them. And maybe you guys can. You can spend $20 on uh, various disgusting-sounding candies and let us, the listening audience, know what you think. Now, Jordan, I think we learned earlier in the program that you're a bit of a pussy. Yeah. Um, yes. But I think I have the courage to pursue that. Yeah, I can eat a lot of candy. I mean, it's going to be tough, Jordan. I know. Because they're going to be weird candies. Sure. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, Kevin, a I, weird I, candy I, bar. I'm picking up what you're putting down, but is that going to help the community? Yes, because then they'll, they'll learn what candies they'll to learn eat. what candies to eat is the principle. Because we're, we, I mean, we have a nationwide, heck, international following, Kevin. I mean, right. I know you're only a domestic phenomenon, sure. But in we our have case, a Swedish guy who listens. So <laughs> yeah, that's something. Yeah, exactly. There's a there, there's a guy called Ari who kind of ber- calls in and berates us occasionally from Iceland. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is uh, we could be doing a lot of good with that. Now, I'm Jordan, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what your feeling is about it. I'm not ready to commit to it. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's up there. It's a but front runner status. If you think you can come up with something better than that, that's pretty good. Mhm. That's good. That's solid. I'll try some fiery cinnamon Twizzlers. Here's one problem. I can't eat the chocolate. So if there's chocolate ones, Jordan would have to eat the whole thing. And I don't know if you can handle that, Jordan. Man. Yeah. I mean, I have been trying to get less fat, but, you know. I could, yeah. I would say for Fine. a community service, you might need to suck it up, though. And, and accept that it could be a fat. migraine trigger. Uh-huh. And yeah, go for right? it. You know, because you were throwing around the P-bomb just uh-huh. then. But then you said, oh, I can't oh, have the yeah. chocolate. It's my, not good for my... My head might mm, hoit. I can't. <laughs> and what if I can't find my num-num? <laughs> That's your pacifier. That's what you call your pacifier. <laughs> so I'm just saying. You I know. do use a migraine pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> Handful of Tylenol could go yeah, a long way. Yeah. Well, I'm going to throw it back out to the audience. I'm okay. saying this is a good idea. I'm not convinced it's the best idea, mm-hmm. though. Maybe it is. I'd like to hear if there's a, if there's a lot of interest in the audience for yeah, this. Yeah, if you are curious about candies. If there's some particular candy you're really interested in, in hearing about and you don't want to eat yourself. But I'm also interested in other ideas for things we could do with $20. Because I don't know about for what for you, Jordan. I mean, you're bringing home that tele- television money. But for me... <laughs> telephone money. You're bringing, you're bringing in that telephone money. You know you know how you're you an do, operator for You do Bell Dell Atlantic. Tech support on yeah, the weekends, right? You do. <laughs> you're tier two. Mr. Yeah. Henry, <laughs> I'm making a motion of plugging. Yes, in. you're patching yeah, things yeah, through. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm patching things through. Oh. Anyway, yes, I am. Bringing Beverly home Hills, four nine two, please. I am bringing home the television money. Uh, so twenty dollars isn't a lot of money to you. I mean, you pass out twenty dollars like they were ten dollars. Yeah, but in my case, it's called making it rain, Jesse. I, I really want. <laughs> I really want to make an impact with this $20. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could go to a club. If we converted it to $1 bills, we couldn't quite make it rain. But what if it we... Can, it can sprinkle. It could be, be an intermittent yeah. shower. Sure. What <laughs> if we traded it in for, like, uh, old pesos or Thai bot? <laughs> we could get a lot of Thai bot with $20. <laughs> And then, and then go and give it to strippers. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? 
<laughs> You're like, I don't know. Take off the thing that's covering your boob. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, so I'm ambivalent about it. If you if you feel strongly about it either way, if you've got a great candy that you'd like us to try, or um, or alternately, uh, if you have a better idea for the $20, give us a call. Uh, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. Let's open those phone lines back up. Hey, I have a cool idea about Jordan's balls, and that is to keep them hydrated, try drinking or dipping them into some... Uh, nice carbonated LaCroix water, flavored water. The berry flavor is delicious, and it doesn't taste exactly like water, but it's almost entirely made of water. I just I just thought you would find that information useful. And, well, one step ahead of your friend. I, I, I purchased that water LaCroix, by the bottle. LaCroix berry? Yes. Flavor. Did you pour it into a fondue pot and then actually dip, as it he suggested? It hasn't happened yet, so okay. I guess that part of the call was useful. So, yes, I okay. will be... Dipping my balls into a bubbly, fruity <laughs> water. Yeah, yeah. It'll make your it'll make your balls have a nice uh, uh, bouquet. Yeah, <laughs> it could be more effervescent. Yeah, it'll give you. I would think that it not only would it make your balls smell nice, and not only would it make your balls more effervescent. I would say it might make your whole life more effervescent <laughs> well, to have hoping. effervescent balls. Here's yeah. hoping. Hey, Jordan and Jesse, this is Adam in Saint Cloud, Florida, also known as Ape Lad. Hey, I just got my wisdom tooth removed, and I thought I'd give you a call and let you know how it went. It went horrible. It took them about 20 minutes. It broke. They had to leave a piece of it in there. I got to look at the tooth, and it looked shamefully disgusting. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Oh, and the worst part was they had Fox News playing the whole time. He didn't even get to pick the channel. Uh, they had a TV in there, and he didn't get to pick sorry, the channel. Fox News only. He yeah. probably would have picked G4. Mm-hmm. It's right in the wheelhouse. It's G4. When you, when you think painful uh, dentistry-type operations, you think G4. They Absolutely. Go hand in hand. I want to take it's this like opportunity. It's like having a wisdom teeth removed. <laughs> I want to congratulate Ape Lad. Ape Lad, of course, very active on our forums and uh, on, the, on the blog and so forth. Also an internet celebrity for his uh, cartoon strip, LOL Cats. But uh, Ape Lad uh, recently entered the New Yorker, had a contest to uh, reimagine their, um, their mascot, Eustace Tilly, uh, you know the guy, like the kind of aristocrat with the monocle, no, that's yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. the butterfly. And uh, Ape Lad won not once but twice. They picked, I think it was maybe like fifteen or twenty uh, listener submissions out of the thousands that they received. Ape Lad had one posted really big in the magazine The New Yorker, and he had one in the kind of extended edition uh, on the internet. So congratulations! I thought that Good was job. pretty sweet. I didn't hey, even yo. know about the thing. I open up my New Yorker. It's a, I look at the thing, it says, oh, the, this one's by Adam Coford. I'm like, that's Ape Lad from MaximumFun.org. There you go. And Maximum Funsters are making some power moves, Jordan. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He's, that's he's, not helping the pain in the back of his mouth right now, though. I no, think. it that's isn't. That's the only problem. I, I don't think let's so. See, uh, Did let's you see know something that you... big from you, Wade World. <laughs> yeah. I'm Which, waiting. Wade Word, Jordan. Excuse Wade me. Word's got a lot of... Alexander. I'd like to see something from Alexander mm-hmm. on the fora. You know, the fora. Fora being the plural sure. of forum. Forums. Yeah, yeah. Forums. No, Fry. the fora. Yeah. Fora. I'm currently a, a third year in law school. It's my final year in law school. And so me and some of my fellow law school co- cohorts decided to take a business course for a past jail credit to cushion our last semester a little bit and uh, we just got our first test results back and a few of us did
did not do very well, like around the 50% range. Not very good at all. Failing, definitely. I was hoping to get some sort of pep talk from you guys so that I could hopefully do a little better than failing so that I could actually graduate law school this semester as opposed to having to stay behind because of a course I took for past fail credit to cushion my last semester. Kevin, hey, I just I thought of something while we were... Oh, yeah? Fora and Fonum. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Uh, Kevin, you're a television personality. It is yes. your it is your business to smile and be enthusiastic. That's what I do. It, uh, if there's a red light on, yes. Yeah, Jordan, uh, it's your job to entertain and delight people using the medium of television. Sure. Um, it's my job to speak forcefully and clearly and intelligently on a broad variety of issues as a public radio host. I think between the three of us, we can give this guy a pep talk for the ages. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? <laughs> Go get him, Tiger. Hey, JJ Go. This is Ryan in Hartford, Connecticut. Um, calling uh, with a not-so-momentous occasion in honor of your uh, recent show and podcast about uh, testicle pain. Um, the not-so-momentous occasion is that I just passed my 18th kidney stone, and at 26 years old, you can imagine how much fun that would be. I'm calling with some uh, advice that could have been helpful a few weeks ago, it sounds. I am afraid of needles, and therefore don't go to the doctor, and therefore have passed 18 kidney stones without prescription medication. So... If ever you find yourself experiencing kidney stones again and unable to get to a doctor or uh, not wanting to be triaged to a, uh, a waiting room couch, I would suggest the uh, following procedure. Uh, what I do is I get in and out of a scalding hot bathtub and alternately when I'm not in the bathtub, wrap ice on my side and the uh, super heat and cold generally distracts you from the realization that a little pointy rock is working its way through your uh, penis which is nice. Um, I also find that uh, trying to talk to God and wondering what you did to deserve this are good ways to pass the time. So uh, I honestly hope you never need this advice, but if you do, there it is. So uh, good luck and keep up the good work. Thanks. Bye. Jordan, you're... Shit. <laughs> Jordan, you're, 20, you're 25 years old, right? Sure. Um, so you got an, a year ahead of you. That's the Whoa. 17 stone year. Oh, jeez. I kind of thought I was out of the woods. How afraid of doctors do you have to be? <laughs> Are you not afraid of... But he's not afraid of... Jeez. Oh, Get your priorities of... straight, dude. Icing his balls. Sharp pointed rock through the old penis. <laughs> a needle and a doctor? Oh, a needle no, in my arm? No, thank you. Whoa. I that can understand painful. being afraid of needles. I myself am somewhat afraid of needles, but I just feel like if there was a rock in my dick... I would be like, <laughs> yeah, right, up. needle. Yeah, geez, it seems like that I, That puts everything else on the back burner. I can't imagine <laughs> having that pain in your balls and going like, uh, please don't put anything but in I my But I really arm. need to get my oil changed today. Yeah, I'm going to drop yeah. down the rock in my penis on the priority list of things I should be concerned <laughs> exactly. about. You've got, a, you've got a rock in your penis. You're like, no, I wanted grape jelly in my PB&J, <laughs> not strawberry. It's like, okay, I don't... Maybe, maybe, you, dude, I'm telling you, if this happens to you again, it feels better basically immediately. 
basically immediately. It's awesome. Just, dude, go to the hospital. But get, a, not... get a cheap health plan, go to the hospital, and get stuck you next time you have, have a kidney stone. You don't even have to get a cheap stone. health plan. Go to the hospital and give them a fake name. Mm-hmm. They have to help you. That's the law. Yeah. Just go there and get your Demerol. I think if you go in there and say, excuse me, I have a sharp, pointy rock in my penis, at some point, one of the male doctors is going to just show a solidarity say, okay, come on in here. Well, I, I got it. I know, I know this guy's a gunshot wound <laughs> in the face, but... You got a rock in your penis. Jordan I had, had a, a very I had different a male, experience. I had a male nurse who was not sympathetic. No. Yes. How can you not be sympathetic? Don't know. Some kind of weird, weird dude. I'd yeah. say distract yourself from the pain by creating an eBay auction for the stone as you're <laughs> passing it. Jordan, you're a marginal celebrity. It's true. It's true. I think, you buy can, it I think we can do this. I think. Uh, you think it was more likely that a uh, fuel fan would buy the rock, or that a Jordan Jesse Go fan would buy the penis rock? <laughs> so, I mean, I do have more than one. That's interesting. I would per- because I, I'm assuming that there's going to be a, a showdown or a brawl because of this feud that we have. I yeah, would purchase yeah. it and use it as a projectile against you. I could <laughs> just try <laughs> rocketing back into my urethra. <laughs> that would be my my power attack. <laughs> right. Okay, now, uh, speaking of the action items on our program uh, last week, the other action item we had was we're inviting creative reinterpretations of Jordan Jesse Go from our listeners. Someone suggested a cartoon. Uh, Somebody suggested what if somebody made a cartoon. We would love it if you're a cartoonist, give us a call. But uh, what we're basically doing is we're just trying to throw the doors open wide but we want to be clear, we are the gatekeepers here. Yeah. We're the studio heads. Don't just make art with us in it without getting the green light, yeah. Hollywood terminology, from us. We're the what's called production executives. Exactly. What if somebody just ran around making Daredevil 2 without exactly. seeing a script first? What if somebody made a movie called Condor Man? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a bad idea. It's just you're just a lot of mistakes <laughs> are being made here, and we want to make sure. I mean, we're Kevin, it's quality control. It's Kevin, the least you can do. I'm sure you're one of these internet guys. Yeah, I'm sure you feel very strongly about creative reuse. Your Creative Commons right. license. Don't you know? Don't mash me up. Don't remix me without my consent. <laughs> I am not a Creative Commons. And now look, we're we, now granted. Our license does permit people to to use uh, to to distribute the show freely as long as it's non-commercial. But we want we are inserting ourselves here. We are the authorities in this. We give thumbs up and thumbs down to your like creative that. reinterpretations. Okay. So we had a we had a caller this week. Who called in with an idea? I, I'm just gonna let let him explain for himself what his idea is. I have an idea for your creative inspiration, uh, our creative reinterpretation of uh, Jordan and Jesse. Uh, I am a flash designer, uh, flash animator, and programmer, and uh, I just stumbled upon this open source code for a platforming game. Uh, so if you're looking for a Jordan and Jesse themed uh, Super Mario platform type game. Um, I could easily swap out the graphics from this uh, engine. I just need to know what kind of power-ups or enemies or John Hodgman, Sidney Poitier related uh, items you'd like to have in the game. Now, Kevin, yes, yes we want this. Uh, this is this is brilliant. Yeah, I want Send it him now. the twenty dollars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Kevin, you're immediately. A, I, you're a video game expert, yes. um, and we're happy to have you here on this very special day in Jordan Jesse Go history. Can you explain for those of our listeners who may have friends what a platformer is? Platformer, uh, in the traditional sense that he's describing it, is a 2D game. There's no three dimensions. You're not running into anything. Uh, typically scrolls from left to right or right to left. And a platformer relies on jumping abilities or timing skills. So, so you know, in, Mario is the quintessential platformer. You run say, around, you hop from block to block, in that sense, you it, hop it, on enemies. It's a lot like level two of Super Mario. Well, that's brothers. what your game can only have a level two, I'm uh-huh. convinced. <laughs> It also includes Sonic the Hedgehog and Bonk. <laughs> oh, Bonk was so poor Turbo Graphics. I love that. I know. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I would love to play your side scroller. Yeah. Here's the question. Power ups. Let's talk power. I want Jordan, different powers than Jesse. I don't want his. We, you need powers. to have the Power Stone. You know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like launching shoot. flaming fireballs from your crotch, yes. but they're pointed rocks. Please. <laughs> Now you stones. you're not happy to be like Mario and Luigi where they do essentially the same things but they're different colors. Mm-hmm. And in our case, I imagine I don't want to be a palette swapped Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a... What and what are your fodder enemies? I know we're on power up discussions, but you need those yeah, yeah, generic yeah. churn out enemies that come at you. Uh, wait, I want to know what kind of context we're in. Like, what is the What's what the is world? the world that we're living in here? I think it's the internet. You guys are traipsing through a series of tubes. We're trying to kill trying the guy to... who's calling us gay. <laughs> <laughs> that should be it. We're trying. We're trying to battle not pithy callers. <laughs> um, so we're traipsing literally through the tubes of the internet, Tron, Tron-like. Yeah, and and, oh, and, yeah. and and you're facing almost the internet celebrities. Case, like the Numa more... Numa guy could be a boss battle. That's good. Oh, I like that. You know? So we yeah. would fight against uh, viral videos. A cat flushing a toilet because we hate viral videos. <laughs> We would fight against things created by people without talent. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. The type of content we showcase on my show daily. By yeah, Thank exactly. you for that. I call that an A block. <laughs> a block. Um, a D rollout. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Is that a D? Um, I, I would. I would love to see uh, you guys. You guys uh, fight the internet. A video the camera. What is your? Is a your, video camera. Is a weapon. Oh, I thought we were saying things from a TV show. Well, no. <laughs> oh, yes. No, we were saying formatting things. Yes. Uh-huh. Lights. <laughs> Lighting. TV host. Um, so us versus the internet. I like it. You know what I mean? Um, so we're fighting against the internet as we travel through the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, if we, what if I want my game... To just be me fighting against Los Angeles. Me, <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm throwing like uh, you know uh, former San Francisco Giants starting pitcher Don Caveman Robinson <laughs> in my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And your enemies are all wearing uh, are we're all wearing sandals at a bar. <laughs> yeah. Guys wearing. But they're all on the list. They Every are on the list. Every single one they of them on is the on the list. list. What if you all? They're producers. What if in... I'm a producer. What if there Says were this guy. Jordan yeah. levels and Jesse levels? Okay. Right. What if uh, and it alternated? So instead of picking one oh, or so the it's other like of Final us, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, exactly. I guess this one lone Flash designer is now hanging himself in the closet by a tie <laughs> because like, he realizes hard. he needs two completely different sets of sprites for everything. <laughs> yes. It's like, well, okay, what if it all took place in a photorealistic 3D world? Yeah, we want, I want to come in, put on the motion capture suit. <laughs> what if I fought Tom Hanks from the Polar Express? <laughs> <laughs> it's has to be cross-platform, What too. if we just fought yeah, different Tom Hankses? 
Oh yeah, like, like, a, like bosom the buddies, bird, right. bosom buddies, Tom Joe Hanks. Would you bird, hop you know? on the piano with him from Big and actually have to play chopsticks like to defeat it, him? Like it, just yeah. throwing it out there. It's right? kind of a music game. Those are big with the kids now. They, they are, love sure. those Guitar Heroes. <laughs> instead of instead of Guitar Hero, it's Tom Hanks <laughs> from Big in that scene where you he chops the piano. Hero. hero. There's already a gold standard that we're gonna have to top here, uh, Jordan. That's a video game that I've been reading a lot about on the internet lately. Called Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam <laughs> Gaiden. <laughs> Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. No, is, that, is that better than Shaq Fu? <laughs> uh, no, no, you, Kevin, you don't know about the Gaiden edition of uh, Charles Barkley no, Shut I'm, Up I'm, and I'm Jam. I'm blissfully unaware. Holy shit! This is this could be like four days of programming on your show. <laughs> I, okay, what this is is apparently like this kit that this uh, Flash developer who's called in has offered to use to build the uh, Jordan Jesse Go game. There's a roughly equivalent game, uh, roughly, roughly equivalent uh, kit to build something that's like uh, sort of like a Super Nintendo Zelda kind of game. Right, like right. Where, where you're walking around on a map yeah, like RPG in straight maker. lines. It's exactly. A, okay. Yeah. So in this RPG maker, someone has, completed, uh, has, has created a complex video game called Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. Now, as I understand it, what happens in Charles Barkley's Shut Up and Jam Gaiden is you play, uh, you play a Charles Barkley who's been transported into the future. Uh, and when, the rule, when the streets are ruled by B-Ball um, and your son, who's named... Uh, I can't remember what your son's <laughs> name is. He's involved in this. And also you get a lot of advice from the ghost of Michael Jordan. <laughs> And you have to go through this. You go through this game, <laughs> casting magic basketballs, and uh, you go through this game, casting magic basketballs in various magic basketball games uh, or spells uh, to defeat enemies. You converse with the populace as your character, uh, Charles Barkley, <laughs> of the past in the future. So essentially, it's a sequel to the classic Genesis game, Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam, uh, which was a uh, basically an all-slam-dunk basketball game, right. if I'm not mistaken. Um, in this case, it's an all-slam-dunk uh, role-playing game <laughs> in the future. So that is the gold standard that I think that we could, if right. we pulled together as a community, I think we could do it. As a community, I guys. think this is the project you need to spend the twenty bucks on. I think this yeah. is what's going to bring the most kids together. Twenty what are, bucks. To what the are best we going to buy? Yeah. Red Red Bull for the people who are some making ping pong it? balls for the motion capture session. Oh, oh this thing's on free. Gotcha. You head down to Big Five. Yeah, Hot that's a, a couple really on good yourself. for the mocap Kevin. suit. Yeah, mocap. <laughs> the game has to be fully mocap. We could. Do you think? Here's a question. Do you think that we could get some baseball into our game? So that I could wear the mocap suit doing baseball stuff, and then potentially that could be a segment on TWIB or This Week in Baseball with Ozzie Smith. Because <laughs> I think that would make a great segment on This Week in Baseball. Yeah. The motion capture for the baseball part of the Jordan of Jesse, the Jordan Go, Jesse game. Go game. Do you have any ideas for the name of the Jordan Maybe Jesse Go game? Maybe it's just a, an actual Go game in Flash where your faces are the pieces. What about Jordan Jesse Gaiden? Yeah, I, mm. I was going to say Jordan Jesse goes zero to where it's like a prequel to our podcast. Oh, it's <laughs> so a what they prequel. do in Japan if something's a prequel, they okay. call it zero. 
Oh, that's an interesting idea. And you guys idea. are uh, alternating levels again, fighting to find each other. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe you have an XLR cable. Jesse has a microphone. Sure. You need to go connect these two mm-hmm. in the series of tubes. What if the whole game was set? This is, I'm moving away from your idea, Kevin, not because I'm No, as you should. It. It's what everybody we're, does. We're <laughs> spitballing here. What if the whole game was set in the teens or 20s, sometime in the Gilded Age? Uh, there were various phosphates, uh, buggies, flappers, pneumatic tubes, uh, and there was some dirigibles. Yeah, I like that. You like that? Kind of an alternate past. I don't know. I'm going to throw it up. I'm going to yeah, throw it no, up it's into a, the I, audience. I, great idea. Jordan, Jesse, go video game. But make it. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll be discussing this on the forum. Let there be no doubt about <laughs> this. There will be extensive discussions. In fact, I'm going to, in addition to the show thread, I think I'm going to start up a a thread specific to Jordan Jesse Go the video game. So can you we can stick get it? Some ideas. Do you have the capability to sticky a thread? Oh, we can keep oh, it at the yeah. top. We've sticky a thread. But you know threads. what? I think this one deserves a little stick. Kevin, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to look you in the eyes and tell you this right now. I don't think this thread is going to need stickying. Ooh. I think this is going to wow. be, be that's so pointing, hot. That's pointing to the bleachers this, yeah. in, in terms of internet forums. This, this thread is going to blow up. so yeah. hot that it's going to stay at the top. It's wow. going to be platinum in a in a week. That's what I'm saying. P- message board. I'll platinum. offer my services if you need a, a theme song or some 8 bit background music for it. By all means, yes. awesome. I'm happy. I, I am on board. Okay, I'm absolutely on board. You know, uh, speaking of theme music for it, maybe we were talking uh, off air about the video game Portal that won like video game of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. Great song too. Uh, uh, our friend Jonathan Colton made the theme music from that. Now I know that he refuses to make theme music for anything as a general rule because nerds always want theme music for something from him. But maybe we could somehow con him into making right. theme tricks. music for or the Jordan Jesse Go game. You hand him twenty dollars, oh. sweeten the pot, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you've got yourself you a slide nice that MP3 across. file. He's like, "No, yeah. thank you. What about this? Er, what about I... my good friend, Mister Twenty Dollars, Mister President, who 20. appears on this bill?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, the number, to call, the number to call, uh, if you either have a creative project uh, that you need a thumbs up or thumbs down from us on, uh, or if you have ideas about the game, 206-984-4-FUN, uh, and of course we're going to be talking about it on the Maximum Fun forums, without a doubt, at MaximumFun.org slash forums. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kevin Sprinkles Pereira. Nice. From television's G4, Attack of the Show, or as it's known colloquially, AOTS. The AOTS. The AOTS. We've got a case of the AOTS. We're wrapping things up on this week's program. Thank you so much for listening, of course. Here's some action items for you to work on. Uh, Number one, if you have ideas for creative interpretations of Jordan, Jesse Go, artistic interpretations, remixes, mashups... A lot of people said mashups at that public radio conference I went to, and every time somebody said that word, I wanted to punch them. That doesn't mean anything. No. That is completely uh. meaningless. Um, so, okay, so uh, we want to give it the thumbs up or the thumbs down, so give us a call at 206-9844-FUN if you have one of those. Of course, if anything momentous happens to you, give us a call for our Momentous Occasions segment. 
Um, uh, what else have we got? Oh, the showdown. Uh, we need ideas for the showdown. That's going to be going on in the forum, in the showdown area of the forum. If you have ideas for our video game, you can put them up in the forum uh, on a thread that's going to be one of the hottest threads in the forum in the history of the forum, I would say. Non-stickied. Exactly. Uh, or you can uh, give us a call at 206-9844-FUN if you've got an idea. Of course, try and keep it pithy. Um, if you have a personal battle that should be decided by Judge John Hodgman, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN. It can be anything large or small. Uh, Judge John has graciously offered to lend his expertise uh, as the author of the areas of my expertise uh, to decide your personal disputes. Um, man, there's so much exciting shit going yeah. on. This show is amazing. It's totally amazing. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Definitely talked about Power Stone more than uh, more than we have in the past. If you've got thoughts about Power Stones, two zero six nine eight four four fun is the number to call. And of course, you know we're always open to the to the kind of general interest calls that we get from time to time. If you got a nice personal question for Jordan or Jesse, uh, and and hey, uh, one other thing: if you play an instru- interesting musical instrument, um, uh, it has to be an acoustic musical instrument. Uh, and you live in the Los Angeles area, why don't you drop us a, a, an email? The email address, uh, Jordan Jesse Go, excuse me, jjgo at maximumfun.org. Just email us, jjgo at maximumfun.org. Of course, our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design, and Light in the Attic Records. It's uh, from their really wonderful uh, Best of compilation on Light in the Attic Records, which has lots of other songs that are... Uh, as good and better, uh, and you should really go out and buy it. And uh, we'll see you next week, and of course, online at MaximumFun.org. Would, uh, Kevin, when can people watch your television program? Oh, geez. They can tune in uh, 7 o'clock Eastern on G4. Mm-hmm. You get it, you just don't know it. It's somewhere in between MTV4 and PAX. So <laughs> look for it. Just cruise around in there. And lovely, lovely website where most of the content yeah, G4TV.com. Uh, lots of videos on there and lots of breasts and explosions. So G4TV.com. Thank you for letting me plug it. And thank you guys for having me. Yeah, can, pleasure. According to Wikipedia, we can listen to your high school radio show on the Sugar Shack. It's, it is, <laughs> I've, I've created many, many hours of content for the old shack. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week on Jordan Jesse Go. 